Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ooh, we're recording. Hey, did Nick add the music again this week i don't know tbd if he wants to stay in our good graces he better have cheers jacqueline cheers what are you drinking cheers i am drinking it's actually something so um i have a wine subscription and they sent a box of wine that had the wine i hate the most in it which thankfully i'm part of a wine subscription where they refund you if they bottles you don't like they sent four a freaking Sauvignon Blanc, which truly to me is the butthole of white wine. <laughs> I, oh, hate. I totally agree. I hate it. And I it's told them, stop sending this. And they're like, yeah, we won't. And then they sent four bottles. So thankfully they refunded <gasps> for that. But they sent some other white wine that I've just opened tonight. And it's a white wine I've never heard of. It's like German and it's called like, some, it's in the fridge. I'd go get it, but I'm too lazy. Like Wettliner. Vet, some white wine, like it's, you know, I don't even, let me just Google it. Oh, cool. Uh, well, while you Google that, I am drinking, yes, what um, I'm drinking a red blend, uh, my Bogle, my favorite Chardonnay. I'm drinking this, that same brand, Bogle, their red mm-hmm. blend. So I'm just having mm-hmm. a glass of that. I kind of had like a busy day and I, I don't know, I like came home for a walk and I was like trying to like really unwind and I just came back home and was not feeling that way still. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a big glass of wine while we do the pot. So same. I Yeah. I just poured this and I'm so thrilled. Thrilled. Look at us. Okay. You guys are probably wondering where our precious Claire is. She had a work commitment this week and she's got a big girl job and she could not miss that work appointment. And Hey, life just gets in the way. So we miss her, but she will be back with us next week. Um, wherever she is, we hope that she is having a fantastic glass of wine right now as she's listening to the pod, but, um, Haley and Jacqueline are going to hold it down. Okay. I just found this. So I just Googled the name of the wine and the type of grape it is called Gruner Veltliner. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's an Austrian white wine. Never heard of this in my life. What does it taste like? It tastes kind of, I'm not as, you know, well-versed in wines like you are. I wish you were here to taste it. Maybe I'll bring, I think they sent two bottles. Maybe next time I see you, I'll bring the bottle. Okay. Just like, is it, is it um, like tart or sweet or? Pretty tart. It's pretty tart. It's pretty tart, but not dry. It's not dry by any means. Okay, good to know. We'll, uh, ha- yeah, we'll have to try it and give give it a review. Yeah, because... Let the company really know our thoughts, you know? All right, we'll be like, here we go. Um, oh, wait, speaking of new beverages. Um, yeah. So I uh, Bubbly at Kroger um, this week is three for 11. So PSA. Mm-hmm. So, um, I stocked up and one of the, I got, um, my normal flavors, but I tried a new one and it's coconut pineapple. Okay. Okay. 
Chandler, my sister-in-law, when we were on vacation a few weeks ago with my family, my mom brought a case of that. And Chandler and I, Chandler, just like you, me, and Claire, when we did our sparkling water taste test, LaCroix coconut is the supreme sparkling water. It is. Just as good. Just as good. Hot. Uh-huh. Coming in hot on its heels. Yes. Uh-huh. How do we not know about this? I don't know. It is being slept on. Uh, coconut pineapple bubbly sponsor us send us cases yes i'm drinking drinking it right now it is so good it's it's i would say it is very 50 50 coconut and pineapple like there's no not one out does the other it flavor wise and it's not obnoxiously flavorful either yum it's really Uh Okay. Yes. Y'all you got to try it. Yeah. I have, I need to keep an eye out for, I do most of my grocery shopping online now and get it delivered. And I, I need to look for that, like on Kroger's website next time I order sparkling water, because I just tend to grab every time I need to look and see if they have that in store. Yeah. I like, I don't, I don't remember. I was at Kroger last night, like literally buying groceries specifically to make dinner. And then I, for some reason, I like walked down the wrong aisle and saw the sparkling water and I was like, it's on sale. I'm like, well, obviously I have to at least buy a couple because I'll to. always it's drink these. Well, I'm like, I don't have the option. I have to buy this. Yeah, totally. So, okay, so tonight's podcast brought to you by Bogle Red Blend, some random bland Gruner Vetliner white wine. <laughs> New yeah, we're German now, so... And then um, Bubbly, thank you so much for your coconut pineapple variety. Yeah, thank Love you. Um, all right, well, what's going on? What's going on with you? What's new? Um, oh my God, okay. So I, I had this in my notes because I need to talk about this. So, Ooh. okay, well, so first this weekend, um, I went out of town. I went with my boyfriend to his hometown. His friends have like, his friend's family has this big, pig roast every year on like their property and they invite like all of their friends and their families and it's just basically like a big like outdoor party thing that was really fun and then we went to a concert in Columbus on Friday like on the way up there so that was a fun little weekend um and that fall like that to me would be like oh fall is here baby Oh yeah. And it was freezing. So it's just like, I I forget how much the weather changes when you just drive like four and a half hours North. Uh I was like, Oh wow. Okay. I needed to wear a turtleneck under, uh, my jacket. Got it. Like, like it was like that cold. (laughs) I'm just not ready. I'm, I'm feeling very resentful over the weather change. I'm just like, no, yeah. With the, yeah, driving north, you're like, oh, okay, it's already fall up here. Yeah, yeah. I'm more of, I'm still in the mode of like a tank and like a like a car like a cute cardigan or like a sweater over it, you know. I'm not in a turtleneck type of mind yet. So that was a real shocker. But okay, so I have to tell you this. So yeah. do you remember the past two weeks I've been like, oh my God, like I overslept again. And I yes. was like, I slept through my alarm. <laughs> oh no, what happened? <laughs> oh no. I figured out why I've been doing that. What? Oh no. So I got these new melatonin gummies. Oh my gosh. And I basically have been overdosing myself. Exactly. What have you been taking? 
Okay, so I usually buy the Ollie brand and it's oh, like yeah. purple one. And those, the serving is two, like two, and they're like really small little gummies. It's like two, yeah. and the two little gummies equals five milligrams. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I bought this other brand, Neutral, <laughs> because oh, like, where I. Yeah, like where the store I was at, like they were just out of Ollie and I was like, oh, like, I'm like, whatever, like those are fine. <clears throat> and it was the same dosage, just like, oh, five milligrams. I'm like, okay, cool. So I've been taking two, like I would take with Ollie. And um, for whatever reason, Sunday night, I just decided to look at the serving size. And I was like, why did I never think to look at this? And then it's like serving size one. And I was like, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so you've just but been. So like all those nights I slept in, I, I had taken 10 milligrams of melatonin. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And your body was like, looks like we're sleeping tonight and tomorrow morning. <laughs> I was, I was. I was like, I cannot believe I basically have been overdosing myself. I'm freaking melatonin. I had no idea. Also, I think this is just a friendly reminder to check the serving size on your melatonin before you take it. Because I don't know why I just, I didn't think it was like a standard dosing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't like, I, I don't know, I guess previously with other like gummy melatonin things, like I've, I've always taken two. And then with like the actual like pill, you just take one. I don't know. I just, I never like, I don't know. I should have looked and I didn't. That is so- I, it's cost well, me many mornings. So That's- I'm glad I figured it out because I literally was like, is there something wrong with like, I literally was like, why am I sleeping in like this? Like I'm not, I'm not a heavy sleeper at all. Yeah. So- you're like, not normal. And hey, last week we were saying, don't beat yourself up. Really, don't beat yourself up. <laughs> Jacqueline, you were on drugs. <laughs> oh my God. I cannot believe this. And I was like, I have to tell this on the podcast to give that an update is- that I've been drugging myself. <laughs> You're like, no, it's truly not my fault. <laughs> I never really melatonin or anything like that because I've taken it before on like long flights when I needed to yeah. sleep. Other than that, I don't take it because I'm always afraid something like that's going to happen to me. Cause I'm like, I know I'm not going to wake up tomorrow. Or if I do, I'm going to feel that groggy, like half asleep feeling the rest of the day. Yeah. I, I feel that way too. So honestly, like the five milligram is literally like the max that I can take because if I take, obviously if I take any more than that, I am like a zombie the next day. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it and was you, just really weird you yourself that that five milligrams is more than enough. <laughs> I more than proved that uh I all need some five million too many I really like I don't take it every day but I do take melatonin not necessarily to like fall asleep or stay asleep but just because like I don't know what it is like some like at night sometimes like I'll just be like up like I'm just like I'm gonna watch tv and like then I'm I gonna can- like read for an hour and like I'm gonna vacuum and it's like what am I doing like why am I still up Mm-hmm. I need to like relax and like go to bed. So, so like, so if I can feel that's that like restless, like maybe semi-anxious state coming on, I'm like, okay, I just need, it's like nine o'clock. I'm like, I'm just going to like take a melatonin so I can like start to relax. And like the second I lay in bed, I can like fall asleep and like whatever. Yeah. But that's really the only times I like take it. 
sometimes at night it's like, I'll get this second wind or maybe it's yes. like all the rest of my responsibilities are over and suddenly it's kind of like you time. And so it's like, kind mm-hmm. of exciting. it's like, Ooh, now I can do all I want. You're not consciously thinking that, but all of a sudden it feels like I can do whatever I want. And you're just like ignoring the time. And then suddenly oh, yeah. you on it and you're like, I have to be up in six hours. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, it's, like, what? it's like, what am I doing? But why what am I still awake? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's really when I that's really when I take it. But anyways, I'm glad I figured that out because I I gotta be honest, I was getting a little worried. Yeah, you're like (laughs) Am I one of those people that's gonna need like a bracelet that vibrates to wake me up? Shock you for people I I sleep I I sleep with my Apple watch on. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, do you vibrates and it vibrates on my wrist. Yeah. Gotta do it. Okay, but I saw a TikTok the other day that was like a girl said, like, can I wear heels? Have to not just vibrate; it literally shocks you. Very minor shock, but a shock enough because it's like she was like, my brain just doesn't respond to sounds. And I was like, what? Whoa! Shock to be awake. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Anyway, that is that wow. Is so- oh my god. Yeah, that's intense. Um, yeah, crazy. So what's new? What's new with you? Sorry to overtake with my melatonin. <laughs> yeah. So, so speaking of meds, let's talk about meds we've been taking. Aww, I can, I'm, only existing, I'm only existing today, yesterday, and the day before. Thanks to Flonase nasal spray. <gasps> I just shot myself up before we got, before we hopped on here. Is it not the most quality product on the market? If you're an allergy sufferer. Ever. I mean, it is amazing. I take Zyrtec every single day, 365 days a year. Me but too. in the spring and the fall, it's just not enough. And this past weekend, when I tell you my allergies, you know, when you have a full allergy attack and it's like you're sneezing, you have that weird feeling in your nose where you constantly feel like you have to sneeze. It's running, but not really. I was miserable. You're just like dripping and that's gross because yeah. you're like wiping your nose or taking a Kleenex and you're like, I'm not sick, I swear. Yes. <laughs> and then my eyes <laughs> Yes. And you're just like a pariah. You're just like, I look insane right now. So on Sunday and Monday, like I was just in a horrible way. And finally I was like, Oh my, why have I not gotten Flonase? Cause Flonase yeah. is like the trick for me in the spring and the fall. I have to add that to my Zerk So I went and picked it up at Walgreens on Sunday, shot up immediately. Oh my God. It's the only, I mean, it doesn't work immediately. It takes like 24 hours, but I mean, wow, world of difference. So, and this time I even bought the Walgreens knockoff brand. Oh my God. It was like, it doesn't work just as good. I was like, what the heck? So if anyone out there, I don't know where you live, but if you're in the central Kentucky area, like we are anywhere that has, you know, seasonal allergy, you know, tendencies, holla at Flonase allergy nasal spray, or in my experience, the Walgreens knockoff brand that was like $13, shoot it up twice, two sprays in each nostril the first week it says, and then one spray from there on out. Wowzers. It is amazing because my allergies are Oh, I have constant like nose drip and my eyes itch and Flonase always solves both of those problems for it me. Does, I mean, oh, it I is, take a Zyrtec every day. You do take a Zyrtec every day too? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're wrong. It should be enough. And then I'm like, no, it's not. Like sometimes it's just too much. So anyway, holla at Flonase. That's what's going on with me. Just busy. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. Um, yeah, mainly I've just been focused on my allergy problem, <laughs> but I'm trying to look. <laughs> hey, when it's really bothering you, it's hard to stop thinking about it. 
It is because it's just like I can never escape the feeling of I've got to sneeze or the worst is when you feel like you have to sneeze and then it goes away and you're like, because <sighs> to me, there's no better feeling than a good sneeze, a good deep sneeze. Oh, love mm-hmm. it. Especially when you've had the sensation to sneeze for a while and then you finally do it and you're just like, thank God. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you're suffering out there, we feel you, we hear you, we sneeze with you in solidarity. Um, well, speaking of suffering. Yes. Um, there's a movie out there. It's not doing so well in the, in the box office. Okay. Tell me about it. The numbers they're suffering. It's called bros. Have you heard of it? Yes. Is this the Billy Eichner? Okay. Cause I read a lot of articles leading up to this talking about how groundbreaking it was and how exciting it was. And then yeah, it's kind of bombed, hasn't it? <sighs> yeah. Okay. So, um, so Billy Eichner, he it stars in it, um, and he, um, which I like Billy Eichner and his Billy. I'm yeah, sorry. me too. Like he, he's very funny. funny. I am just not. You know what? Where did those tweets go? Um, but so he said that um, he basically okay. So the so the opening of this movie was this past weekend. It only opened at four point eight million, um, oh. and then it said like Billy basically like he just sparked conversations about this movie because. Um, like once the numbers came in, he said that, um, you know, like, oh, if this gay rom-com fails, the audiences should feel obligated to make a trip to the theaters to prove that they want to see inclusivity. So then like he continues tweeting and says um, that straight people, especially in certain parts of the country, just didn't show up for bros. Everyone who isn't a homophobic weirdo should go see bros tonight. Whoa. So then basically like, I mean, like everyone is just like, what? Like, I don't, I don't really know. I don't, I don't know. Like, it's just a very weird situation because, um, I mean, like I've heard from people that have seen it, that it's good and that it's funny. I just like, it's hard to, for, to be this type of genre of a movie to be in the theaters when like movies recently, like Top Gun and don't really don't worry darling have come out like to me like those movies are more movies that you would go see in the theaters whereas like this movie I think personally would have been a great thing to it to like release on like Amazon Prime or like Hulu Hulu. and even like honestly like I think Hulu might even be the best place for it because Mm-hmm. Hulu, Hulu was a streaming service. They had like a, um, like LGBTQ, um, Christmas, like a holiday movie, like maybe last year or maybe, the, maybe it was the year before. Um, and they had like that other like movie fire Island that did really well. So like, I think that like, if this movie was maybe released in a different way, it probably would have been well received, but like, I don't think it's necessarily people don't, don't like gay people. I think it's just like, 
I just don't know if in this moment in time, especially after post COVID that people are going to like show out in ginormous numbers for, um, a rom-com. Yeah. No. And I think, I think you're exactly right. Like I think trying, I don't like his, uh, yeah. I don't like what he's doing. I don't. Yeah. I'm a, and it's not been well received. A great, a great creator. And yeah, this movie is cool. It's definitely breaking barriers. You know, I don't know if it's the first, but it's definitely, you know, a big box office movie that is a, you know, male gay lead romantic comedy, rom-com. You know, it is cool. It's definitely yeah. something that's seen. I don't know if it's the very first or I don't know how it's classified, but it's definitely one of the first of its kind. I think it's cool. Um, but yeah, it's just bombed. And so it's unfortunate, but then- that sucks, but I do think a lot of it, it's not because there are homophobes. I don't think it's because people aren't supporting it. I'm like, there are plenty of gay Americans that I'm sure are so excited about this and straight Americans. I don't think that's it at all. I do. It, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I feel like this just isn't a film that would, people got so used to over the pandemic, not seeing films in theaters and got so used to the comfort of seeing a streaming like this, I feel like would have exploded on Netflix or something like that. Like the new, you totally. know, or but Hulu, especially any of those, all these um, streaming services are coming out with new movies all the time that have incredible ratings, sometimes better view, more views than box office than if it had opened in the box office. I think this oh, would totally, have done yeah. streaming. And maybe if they go to streaming after this, which I'm sure they will, because everything does that now, I bet it will have fantastic numbers. Yeah. So I think you're exactly right on that, but I had not seen those tweets from Billy. I think that that is really not a good way to go about it and blaming the bad box office numbers on. And I can, I can see him um, maybe like tweeting it initially and thinking he's being funny, but like, you're not like, that's not funny. Yeah. It's just like, I don't even know. It sounds like he's just not wanting to own that. Like this movie, he's probably spent a lot of time and money on just and I'm reading here the budget yeah. is 20 million and it's only made 5.4 million at the box office, which that sucks. But yeah. to attack I'm pretty sure it was, and it was produced by um by Judd Apatow. And he did um he did uh The King of Staten Island with Pete Davidson, like that movie I think it was like released on Hulu or something like during COVID oh it's just like very interesting that um I just don't yeah I just I don't like this approach at all I think yeah blaming people and saying basically say yeah this is your fault it didn't do well and to prove who we don't know uh to prove that you're not against this content or that you want inclusivity go see it it's like no now you're just trying to make people feel bad in order to help your movie get more tickets so it's like no just accept it didn't agree in theaters let's hope it makes up for it in streaming i just i just think that's in bad taste yeah i think so i mean placing the blame because something like didn't turn out the way you wanted it to is just Truly not the way to go. Yeah. Like, ugh, I hate that. I mean, I'm down to see it. Like, I probably, I, but here, I'm a perfect example. I will not go to the theater to see this movie. No, same. I just, but I want to see it. Right. I saw Top Gun in theaters, but that was like a blockbuster that everyone and their yeah. brother was expecting. But even I saw that a couple weeks late. It takes a lot to drag me to the theater. And I think 
that is a product of the pandemic. I got lazy and excited. I used to seeing movies on my couch. I think there's a lot of people that way. And especially a movie like this, I'm like, yeah, I think everybody's kind of like, ah, I'll wait till streaming. I will watch yeah. this when it comes to streaming, but I won't now. And ew, yeah. Bros, bros. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not crazy about it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Jack, um, speaking of movies, you sent it to our group text that you and Claire have the Lindsay Lohan upcoming Christmas movie. I'm pumped. Excited. What was the name of it? I, let me look it up real quick. We, um, oh yeah, it's going to be on Netflix. I think at the end of November. Yeah. Um, let me look it up real quick. Yeah. If you've listened to this podcast a while, you know, we're all obsessed with the Hallmark lifetime Christmas movies and, um, you guys have kept us up to date on that every year. You are our listeners are so good about being like, they've dropped the new movies. And so, um, yes, Netflix chose October 3rd to drop more information about Lindsay Lohan's upcoming Christmas movie. Um, da, 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 da. Her Netflix film Falling for Christmas has Lohan starring as Hotel Era Sierra, a woman whose new engagement goes off the rails when she gets her skiing accident that leaves her with amnesia, Jacqueline. Um, it debuts November 10th on Netflix. Oh my God, I'm so excited. That's so much sooner than I thought. Oh, that's going to be awesome, November 10th. That's and then, so cute. That's like a perfect role for her too. It is. I'm just like, I'm loving this renaissance for all the female celebrities we grew up with, the Paris Hiltons, the Jessica Simpsons, the Britney Spears, and Lindsay Lohans. That oh, I'm just totally. like, oh, baby, and I love this. So Falling for Christmas, Netflix, November 10th. I'm definitely going to be watching that. And then I can't remember, forgive me if you're listening, a viewer reached out to me and um, messaged me on Instagram this week and said, or maybe it was last week, it said, FYI, they just dropped all the Hallmark Christmas movies. There's one about corgis. A royal, <laughs> a royal corgi Christmas debuts on Hallmark on Friday, November 25th, Jacqueline. So on Black Friday, on Black Friday, a royal corgi Christmas debuts on Hallmark. Mm-hmm. she's literally writing it down right now everyone I suggest you do the same and go look at the full new release list of all the Hallmark Christmas movies but that is the one that I will be tuning in for with my corgi under my arm oh my god I cannot wait I know I'm like so many I Christmas love Christmas Hallmark movies <laughs> they're so good they're so good they're so they're silly so good. They, they all end but like I don't know I just really like them they should do one that's like an outlier where someone gets murdered at the end. And we're all like, wait, what? It's they like, a, like a Hallmark murder mystery Christmas movie. It should be like a Halloween Christmas crossover where it's a horror movie, but then it also ends at a cozy lodge in Evergreen, North Carolina or wherever they're going to set it in the fake town. And <laughs> a lodge on a Christmas tree farm. Always. They've all got those damn Christmas tree farms. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And corporate's trying to take over Jacqueline and this family will not stand for it. No, because we're homegrown. And That's we right. Don't, <laughs> we stay within family. No, this is our legacy. Oh, um, amazing. Well, so the next story um, that I wanted to talk about. Um, Lay it on me. Have you, okay, so Trevor Noah, two things with him. One, he's leaving The Daily Show. And um, my question for you and basically our entire audience is, do we care? Um, My other question to kind of add on to that is, does anyone like watch those nightly shows anymore? You know, yeah. Okay. 
you know I don't I mean? know. Yeah. I, I think there's a group of people that do the only time and no hate on Trevor Noah. When I have watched, I think he does a good job. Love his accent. I think he's creative. He came out with that great book last year, the year before. I think he's got a great story. The only time I ever watch the daily show is if I'm already watching something on comedy central and then it just comes on and I'll watch like the first 15 minutes. I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, this show's on. I don't know if it's necessarily appointment television anymore. And I, again, I can't speak for everybody, but then also, yeah, those late night shows, I pretty much just watch clips the next day. Yeah, (laughs) The only time like I ever really like, I'm never like, oh my God, like, you know, this celebrity is going to be on, you know, Jimmy Fallon tonight. Like I've got to watch. Like I, I really don't like, I'm, I never really watch because I'm like, oh, obviously like I, if I really am interested in the interview, I can search it on YouTube or I'll watch the best of the clip on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, exactly. and honestly, if I'm really going to watch a late night show, I think if I had to pack, I think it would be James Corden. I know, and he can be kind of cheesy sometimes, but he seems to have, from what I've seen of the guests of all of the late night hosts, he seems to have the better pick mm-hmm. and um, the funnier clips. Like the singing in the car ones are always really funny. So good. So good. Like he is such a, you know, and yeah. And so love that. And then, but yeah, the Trevor Noah thing just kind of came out of nowhere, honestly, to me. And yeah. It said he has been the host, and this just shook me. He's been the host of the Daily Show for seven years. I was like, where did yes, this 2015, go? and that's when John Stewart left. Well, with- and the weirdest part about this was that Noah, Trevor Noah, like, met with, um, you know, like, the team at Comedy Central, and, like, basically, they were just like, hmm, like, we want you to say, like, what's the vibe, you know, trying to feel him out. And then he just like went on the um, Thursday evenings taping and was just like, I've loved it, but um, I'm going to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Goodbye. Time to move on. So, so I think like everyone basically found out at the same time. So like, I, I just like, I can't imagine being a producer in the control room and watching this taping and then having Trevor Noah be like, so I've loved hosting the show, but I think this is, um, I'm done. <laughs> it's always like, oh, <laughs> the idea of it's kind of insane. And like, obviously like they'll go on, like they'll figure it out. But like mm-hmm. the initial well, shock, I'm sure for people who work for that show was just like, <gasps> I'm sure. Yeah. Anytime like that, it's like, oh gosh, you know? So yeah, yeah. we'll see. It'll be a interesting to see if they continue the show and B if they do, who will be the next host? I don't know. Have someone that's a comic and can bring funniness to the role. What was good about Trevor Noah and of course, John Stewart. I mean, the legend who has just gone on now and is so devoted to, you know, 9-11 causes, which God bless him. Um, had that perfect um, line of comedy, but also seriousness and full grasp of political issues. You got to have, you can't just hire a comic to do the show and you can't hire a Yeah, you've got to have someone who's like, in the know understands the daily political things enough to explain it to people and make fun of it exactly so i'm like and that's really interesting to make fun of it exactly so we'll see about that okay and then what's this i'm saying about he and dua lipa dating weren't that they were seen somewhere this week yeah so apparently they they have been seen together you know canoodling so apparently they're dating um i don't think hold on let me just like double check but I don't think 
anyone have, I don't think that either like themselves have um, confirmed it that they're like together. Well, it's saying what I've seen this week is yeah, they, they were seen together, no confirmed reports. But yeah, like this one from the cut um, in New York Magazine says Trevor Noah and Dua Lipa sure look cozy. The pair were seen dining at a new. New York City. They're always on the ground floor. Oh, I do see these. Oh, okay. That's like they're wedding. I wonder if this couple's been on. You know what? I need to go to Dumois because I wonder if that couple's been on Dumois. I bet they have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the singer and the Daily Show host spark romance rumors. There's a picture cozying up and kissing after intimate. Okay, the paparazzi photo I'm seeing is he's kissing, he's hugging her goodbye and kissing her on the cheek. I'm like, don't act like they were making out. When you say kissing, I'm like, <gasps> they were kissing? Yeah, it's like they're like, you know, tongue, you know, tongue out, tongue out, guns out, you know? Yeah, like, I'm like, like, oh. like, what is going on? Yeah. Okay, they look cute together if they're friends, if they're dating, whatever. They look cute in the paparazzi photos. I do think Trevor Noah is a very attractive man. Yeah, I um, I gotta be honest. I don't really know too much about him, but just looking at him, he's very attractive. He's very attractive. And he was with Minka Kelly, who I think is so gorgeous. Yeah, she's so cute. Okay, so in other relationship news, um... I have to bring it up because we've talked about it the past couple weeks. Um, but as of literally today, which is Tuesday, um, yes, Tom, Brady, Tom Brady and Giselle Buchin have allegedly hired divorce lawyers. So that's just what page six says. And I got to be honest, I, when page six says something and they say via sources, they're not wrong. They're, yeah. they're usually never wrong. Yeah. Um, article, right? Cause you're right. Like, it's not like us magazine or any of those or like sources say we're nine times out of 10. It's like, it's not like it's on, yeah. And it's not like it's on like Dumois like Instagram story. And it's like allegedly Tom and Giselle like have, you know, yeah, hired it's, lawyers. It's like, it's like, I mean, anyone could just DM and they could just post that, but it's literally it's on page, like page six is like sort like credit sources. Um, so it just, so their article just says Tom Brady and Giselle Buchan seem to be heading for the end zone. Both have retained divorce lawyers and multiple sources tell page six exclusively as previously revealed. The couple has been living separately for the past couple months following an epic fight. And now they're apparently looking at dividing up their multi-million dollar empire. Um, and then they've got a quote from a source that says, I never actually thought this argument would be the end of them, but it looks like it is. The second quote is, I don't think there will be any coming back now. They have both talked to lawyers and have and are looking at what a split will entail, who gets what and what the finances will be. And then I guess reps for both Brady and Buchan did not respond for comment. Um and then it just goes on to say that insiders post the seven-time Super Bowl champion, who's 45, and the supermodel 42, who have been married since 2009, say both are very involved in their children's lives and would share joint custody in any separation. And then just to give a recap, their kids 
Benjamin, 12, um, their daughter, Vivian, who is nine, and Brady, who was also the father of son Jack. Oh. Oh, yeah. Bridget. Oh, never here. mind. Okay, wait. That that line was, like, was written out really weird. Um, and then Brady also has um, a son with his ex, Bridget Moynihan, Jack, and he's 15. Um, oh, okay. Yes. So, oh my gosh. And then they would be splitting, listen to this, $26 million in property assets. Lord Jesus. And then it says from 2021 to 2022, Brady's estimated overall net worth swelled, you're going to die, 100, from $180 million to $250 million. Meanwhile, I'm over here returning a sweater to Amazon because I'm like, I got to get that $27 back. Like that sweater, <laughs> it just did not do it. Meanwhile, we're going on a trip next week. And before we started recording, Kaylee and I both were like, well, I guess we'll just order a bunch of clothes from Amazon. And then when we get back, just return it all. <laughs> right. Only way to live. It's just, and meanwhile, Tom's like, oh. you know what? And when Tom and I surely start dating after this divorce goes through, like, I'll talk to him about that. I'll be like, Tom, you need to understand how the regular people do it. Tom, you got to understand, we buy things on Amazon, we wear it once or twice, and then we return it within the 30-day window, of course. It's fine. Relax. Um, okay, so then, listen to this. It will be very interesting to see if this divorce, if it truly, def- you know, again, page six is kind of on the ground floor, if this is 100% true, if it starts happening mid-season, or if they will wait till the end of the season to go public with this, or just straight up move forward with the divorce. I know. I really, I don't know. Like, part of me... Part of me can see themselves never commenting, but then like, also like I, I've kind of have said that. And then like you guys have, you and Claire brought up the fact that Claire, that, um, oh my gosh, not Claire, Giselle did that interview and basically talked all about her relationship with Tom. So it's just very, yeah, it, that, that was shocking. I, like, it makes me wonder like what's going to be out in the press. Yeah. What's going to come out and when, when will the timing be? If they do go through with the divorce, when A, will it happen? And B, when will they go public with it? Like, I just, not that there's a good time to go through a divorce, but if you're a man, but I mean, hell, she's been pissed about him going back to the NFL in a way. I'd be like, at least let him get through the season before this shit hits the fan. But I'm like, yeah, I don't really think she cares. <laughs> I think she's, yeah. you know, I think she's over it. I think she's over it which I think she has um, said. And honestly, you know, like even like a few years ago when, you know, people, when there was a lot of rumors that Giselle didn't like that he was still playing football and blah, blah, blah. I always, I never believed that because I just was like, I just feel like that's like unfairly picking on her Mm -hmm. and like making her the villain in this scenario where it's like, maybe like, you know, like I just, I don't know. Like I never really fully believed that that was like the full story. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, damn, maybe it was. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I don't know. Like maybe she just really, I, I, I really don't know, but, um, but so they've got a, okay. So listen to this home they purchased on Indian Creek Island in Miami. 
um, in December of 2020. This was their most recent property purchase. And this, this home, they mm-hmm. were going to knock it down. $17 million. 5,172 square foot, five bedroom mansion on a two acre lot. Um, and they were going to, they were going to, they knocked it down and we're going to build a new one, but that stalled because of their marital fallout. They also own a condo in Tribeca in New York mm-hmm. that's valued at $3.6 million. And they own another property um, at developer Mike Meldman's Yellowstone Club in Montana that it's valued at $5.7 million. It's going to be hard, Jacqueline, for us to take over these properties when we... I mean, it's just the two of us. I mean, it's how... I can't, I mean, I'm already a clean freak. I mean, I, I can't, there's only so many corners I can reach myself. It's too much. It's like, Tom, can we afford a housekeeper? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe even like a house cleaning team. Maybe a team. We have a team. It's just too much. Well, God bless can them. We, they can are we maybe like add in like a wine cellar. <laughs> Uh, like I don't know if you've heard of I mean like where where else are we gonna put all the wine from the wine club you know guys we have the Tom I'll cover the wine club don't you worry I'll cover that okay if you cover literally everything else (laughs) here's the thing what if Tom if truly what if I'm you know they've I'm sure they've got other problems all couples do but if truly this football season was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back what if Tom lays a big egg this season and his team sucks? Like, what if they end up being horrible and lose everything this season? He's going to be like, well. I think if that's what he's got to eat crow. Yeah, I think he's going to be like, well, I guess I should have just taken the Super Bowl win and my drunk avocado tequila day on the water and just kept on moving. It makes me wonder if he has some sort of like contract clause where like if he plays to like a year in the contract, he gets like X amount of more money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's obviously he needs it. So I don't blame him, but <laughs> he does, he's hard up. Okay. I could have um, sworn gosh, that but- one of I could have sworn didn't one of the broadcast companies like offer him like a high dollar contract for when he wants to be a commentator oh yeah I've read multiple reports of that guarantee I can't remember that was like a while ago they were like oh we'll just give you like 10 million like whenever you want to come like join us it's like like when when Peyton Manning stopped playing it was like okay it's not a question of if he's going to be an analyst it's going to be who pays him the most who's he going to you know work for same thing with they are two of the most experienced players and most revered so it's like everyone's gonna listen to Peyton same thing if not more with Tom Brady like people want to hear from him so he's gonna have no problem you know securing whatever job he wants so no yeah hey God bless him God bless Giselle and Tom and their kiddos and the rest of their friends and family and this has got to be tough and such a dynamic I understand lord yeah yeah we're making we're making light of their situation but keeping everyone in mind because I know that's you know that's never an easy thing to do so 
That's for sure. But, and it's just like, we, I just want to know the dates. We're, we're all just from the outside, like, Ooh, is it just over football? But yeah, family's a family. And they just, it just made me sad in a way. Cause they're both just so gorgeous. And they just seemed like this, Oh, and they found each other and they're in love and they have this beautiful family and they both have these amazing careers. And it's just, yeah. it's just really divorces are always sad, but this one just seems if it, they do go through it, I'm just kind of like, man, they kind of had it all. And it's just like, and now what? Like, yeah. Well, and part of me, part of me too, like wanted them to come out and just be like a big, like F you to like all the media that basically have been like perpetuating like these like supposed rumors. But now it's like, were they really rumors? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe yeah. there were like, other things that led to the end, but either way, I mean, it's, it's tough. That's very tough. It is. Um, yeah. So we'll see. And then, oh, so, uh, something else we want to talk about. Such sad news. Uh, today, the day that we're taping on Tuesday, Loretta Lynn, news came out today that she passed away. Yeah. So she was, and she was 90 years old. So she lived a great life. Um, and, you know, they, her, the family said that um, she passed away in her sleep in her home. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was just, crazy I mean I was like reading this article earlier and it said that she had no formal music training but just sent you know spent time seeing her kids to sleep and was just like I don't know I just like I can't I can't like knowing where she came from and then who she was like that is just like the ultimate like I mean just such a legend and we've known you know legends yeah for health for the last several years I feel like anytime we've heard of her and she's one of the celebrities it's like we knew the day was coming but still just heartbreaking when you finally hear it and yeah today when it just came out it was like oh no you know a Kentucky native yeah a woman who broke barriers and her career was what 60 years or something like that you know and had so many legendary hits but also like we said broke barriers for women especially in country music but also just women in general just like speaking out for women and being this badass woman like yeah you know and so I think definitely we're you know gonna all be listening to some of her biggest hits that's for sure this week but yeah it's something I've enjoyed and if you guys haven't done it yet like I've enjoyed specifically on Twitter but I'm sure you can look it up it's just all these old iconic photographs of her from when she was like a young woman and stuff and just like I'm like this bitch I'm like Loretta she's just just like yeah I'm the queen and I know it and you're gonna know it soon like that's like the look on her face in every picture yeah but just like from all accounts just a dear dear woman um yeah so I hated to hear that you know but it has been something you know that I think we knew was coming but yeah today it was just like oh Loretta Lynn, a legend, an absolute. I know. Um, Do you want to move on to favorite thing in self care? Yes. Well, I do want to update you on one thing really quick. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to rush rush the episode. No, you're fine. No, I just have one update last week before we get to favorites and self-care, which I do want to talk about too. But one update, remember last week I talked about what you and Claire could not identify with as um, not small-breasted women. I'd ordered those bras from the- <gasps> Oh, yeah. Pepper. Okay. okay, so I ordered two bras. One, they're just like regular kind of push-up bra. And then two, they're um, strapless bra that is billed as the strapless bra that doesn't fall down. Okay, I haven't worn it yet, but I tried it on and it's very promising, the strapless bra. It actually feels really good. If you are a small chested, I'm a 34B as I shared last week. I'm really enjoying it. This is bra brand pepper and they are truly geared to A and B cups. 
I am returning the push-up bra. It did not work for me. I had that over boob thing. Oh, I hate that. And that was so bad in a, in a shirt too. It's like, yeah. And I was just like, and it said like, they make the cups like fit your chest more firm, like flush. And it was just too flush. It like pushed stuff up and it was just weird. So I'm returning that because I update you all. Cause I know there's a lot of small chested ladies out there too, that listen, did not like the regular bra, but the strapless bra, something about it, like the cups themselves were really soft and kind of moldable. It's kind of hard to explain, but then the actual body, like the, you know, part that goes around your rib cage, really soft and smooth, but also really snug as well. So I'm excited about the strapless bra, but did want to update you guys. And eh, I'm returning the other one, which is fine. Cause these bras were more expensive than Victoria's secret, which kind of, um, but honestly a good strapless bra, like you can never go wrong with that. So mm-hmm. like that, I'm really excited. I, I take that as a win for you. Yes, exactly. And so Jacqueline was talking about earlier. So we may or may not have a new episode for you all last week. We just go ahead and give you all an update because me, Jacqueline and Claire are all traveling for one of our best gals. Her wedding is next weekend in Charleston, South Carolina, and we are making a full trip of it. We're going to be gone all next week for the trip. We're going down doing the bachelorette day stuff during the week and then staying through the whole weekend and having a fantastic wedding week. We're going to try to squeeze an episode in while we're gone. Can't promise anything, but we will keep you guys up to date. But if we don't have an episode for whatever reason next week, just know we are living it up in Charleston, South Carolina. But again, hopefully we, maybe we can even squeeze in a mini episode or something. Yeah. Maybe we can do like a quick, like, no, like, yeah, just a quick, like, oh my God, we're together and holding hands. (laughs) First time we've been together since Claire moved to Texas in December. You know what? Unless things get crazy, we got to at least type of mini episode where we're just talking about all some some for just yeah, right. so what now that I thought about it because it will be the first time we have seen Claire in person since she moved home to Texas in December it's October so, and we yeah. see her we're used to seeing her very very frequently so it's in 10 months weird. You know what even if we can't do a full episode because we are going to be busy busy next week even with all the fun we can, we got to do a little something but yeah. I'm excited to wear uh, that pepper bra with some of the bachelorette week or bachelorette day activities and outfits we're going to be wearing. So I'm like, I will put it to the test on the trip and we, Oh, yeah. perfect. Hey. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. But yay, next week. I'm so excited. Yeah. Claire was back. Cause obviously we miss her this week, but yeah, in person. Oh my gosh. I didn't even really thought about that. Yay. It's going to be so yay. fun. I know. I'm so excited. I'm too. I know. I, I, li- I literally like, yeah, I can't wait. I was, I, I gotta say though, like I do this thing before I go out of town and two, like, I just was thinking about like, um, at work, like not only the stuff that I have to do this week, but the stuff that I have to do the week after I come back, you know, Um, and I kind of started to like stress myself out because I was like, Oh my God, like I have to make sure like this, 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 and this is like done before I leave. And I'm like, okay, like, I'm not a first responder. Like it's going to be okay. Like I'm literally planning to events. Like it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. But still, you know, I, I, like, I kind of had to like talk myself off a ledge. Like, okay, like it's only Tuesday at 2 PM. Like we're good. Okay. I'm okay. Oh yeah. I have been in a full tailspin the last several days, just like panicking about, I love going on trips and stuff, but yeah, I'm the same, like trying to get through work this week, then planning for the trip next week, then thinking about the week I get back. I'm like, yeah, well, and like, I just really just try to think ahead because I hate coming back from being out of town and then being like, Oh my God, I have to like 
clean the house and do all this laundry. And then I have all this work to do tomorrow. Like, I don't, I hate that feeling. I hate, I like dread that feeling so much. And like, so like every time before I leave from out of town, like I clean everything. I clean my sheets. I like do all this stuff. Like I just like try to pre- prepare as much as I can. So when I come back, it's like a life adjustment. So I just was like, it's I kind of got this little knackering to make a to-do list. And then I, it stressed me. It really stressed me out. So yeah. So anyway, so that's why I'm having a glass of wine tonight because I was like really stressing <laughs> out for like no reason at all. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. But you know what? One day at a time. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Like, I'm going to be fine. It's going to be good. Everything's going to go smoothly. Yeah. I'm trying to tell myself not even just one day at a time. I'm trying to tell myself like one hour at a time right now. Because I'm oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> okay, so let's get to. got to. Yes. Okay, so let's get to favorites and self-care. You want to go first this week? Yeah, I can go first. Knock us so, off. Okay, so my favorite thing this week is... You know, obviously the weather right now, 2 p.m., yes. it's like 70-ish, maybe give or take degrees, right? Mm-hmm. But you know what? That chill at night and that chill in the morning has in, has me in a chilly mood. So um, <laughs> I I bought, I got stuff to make white chicken chili and I'm going to make it tomorrow. And I cannot wait. I'm so mm-hmm. excited. I love white chicken chili, but I make mine creamy. And I add jalapenos and I'm so excited. Um, I don't know. It's just like my favorite thing. I'm like really pumped about. Do you do yours in the crock pot? Do you do it on the stove? Uh Yeah. But so then since we're going to be out of town next week, my thinking is that I'm going to do it in the crock pot and then freeze like half of it. Oh, good idea. Oh, so yeah. When we come back, I have like, I don't immediately, I'm like, I need to do all the stuff and go to Kroger. It's like, okay, I have like at least a couple of days of like lunch, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, yeah, so that's what I'm going to do when I get back. But, um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to making that. Um, yeah, and I will post about it when I make it and maybe share the recipe because I made dinner Love Monday night. Monday night, I made um, this sweet potato skillet that has like ground turkey and it's kind of like I don't want to say it's kind of like a Mexican like turkey skillet because it's not really but I guess it kind of is because it has bell peppers and like taco like seasonings in it and then um like sweet potatoes but it's so good and it's so easy to make um so I will post I, I sent the, I wrote the recipe out of what I do and I, um, and I sent it to like a couple of people that had responded, but I will like post it so you can screenshot it if you would like. Yeah. Um, story and I've seen you make that before and it always looks so good because I, anything with sweet potatoes, I'm like, I mean, yeah, same, but I just really like it because it's so easy to make all the ingredients that are, that are in it are really cheap and it's just really high in protein. So it's like you eat like mm-hmm. even just a little bowl of it. And I feel like so full. Oh yeah. Yeah. And especially yeah, if you're working out, always trying to get that protein in. So that's awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And then the white chicken chili, because I, my mom used to make white chicken chili a lot when I was younger and I haven't had it in a while, but I'll order it at restaurants. If it's ever on the menu, oh, I'm getting a cup of it. That or she oh, crabs yeah. it, getting it. Oh yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so please share that. Oh, that sounds so good. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm like dreaming about it. I'm gonna come home tomorrow on my lunch break and throw everything in the crock pot, and then when I come home for dinner, it's ready. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> this is the adult life. <laughs> We're like, right? I can't wait for my soup. I'm like, oh, I can't wait for my soup and to clean. <laughs> and then, oh, um, my favorite or my self-care of the week is um my full face gel mask that I put in the freezer um it you basically look like Michael Myers while wearing it but it's all frozen Uh it's all little frozen gel balls um I'm obsessed with it I love it but I've been wearing it I will come downstairs let my dog out and throw that on my face and I don't know it just wakes me up like right before I go run to a workout class and I just feel like less groggy I guess immediately I don't know I've been really loving it lately so I always have loved it but I'm like really in the like I haven't put that on my face yet today kind of kind of mood so oh yeah (laughs) for sure (laughs) I love it well Haley what about you what's your favorite what's your favorite thing of the week all right, I got two favorites, and these are strong favorites this okay. week. So just share these. And one, I kind of have meant to share for several weeks and then kept forgetting when it would come time to write a favorite. I'd be like, I'd come up with something else or I'd have something else that was more on my mind. This is a product that I've been using for two months, and it's made a huge difference, like almost an annoyingly positive difference. Okay. okay. Grande Lash. <gasps> I've heard great things. My favorite blogger uses it. Okay. I did not believe the hype. I've had friends that use Latisse. It's that eyelash enhancer serum that's supposed to help them grow long. Yeah, I've heard Latisse and Grande Lash. Yeah, so Grande Lash, I was given a free sample by um, Plastic Surgeons of Lexington, which is a plastic surgeon's office we work with on our show. And I got a free sample of it or free full tube of it several months ago from them. And they said, use it for two months. You're going to see a huge difference. Well, I just kept forgetting to use it. So finally about July of this year, I finally started using it every single night as part of my nighttime routine. And literally it's like a clear gel, but at the end of your makeup or at the end of your skincare routine at night, you just like take it out, put it on kind of like you would liquid eyeliner. You just kind of put it on base of your lashes on top. So you don't put on your lashes. It's just like, basically like, is it like, on your eyelid, like on the lash, kind of. And I pull my eye out and put it on my lashes, but it's almost as if you're doing like a really tight line of like black liquid eyeliner. Like you're doing it on your oh, lash. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You're okay. It across the bottom of your eyelid on top of the lashes. Okay. Um, so I've been doing that every night. Oh, I swear all of a sudden one day I was like... <gasps> My lashes are so long right now. The longest they've ever been in my life. Well, and I took a nap this afternoon, so they're probably messed up. Okay, but no, honestly, no, they really, they do look long. Like and they over are- just your lashes, you don't have any strips on them or anything? No, oh, that's just them. Oh my like, God. They're so long. So in two months, and I guess it's been about three months now, I put it on every night. Now it's to the point that I say, once they're fully done, you, can, you only have to put it on like twice a week or something. The hype is real, everyone. Like my lashes now are so long. And like I said, almost annoyingly long because every time I put mascara on, no matter how careful I am, I get mascara on my like lid, which is fine. You know, I let it dry and then wipe it off 30 seconds later with like a makeup brush. But oh my gosh. So Grande Lash, 
try it out. The annoying thing about it is it does take a minute, but I've been using it two or three months and I've seen the biggest difference in just my lash length and volume. So now when I put mascara on, it's just, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So Grande Lash, thank you. It's that gold tube. Um, It is worth every penny. And thank you to our friends at Plastic Surgeons of Lexington for gifting me that. And thank you, Haley, for finally using a product. I'm bad about a product that I'm like, I'll try this. And it says like in two to three months, you'll see results. After like a week, I'm like, I don't have time for this. I just like forget it exists sometimes. Yes. Well, for some reason I stuck with it and I'm glad I did because it has made a huge difference. That's awesome. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it at I think Sephora or if you're not Sephora, I think Ulta, you can get it at a ton of places. Um, and then the other thing that I just purchased, cause I got a sample of it and I loved it so much is a new eye cream that I'm using from Ulta. It's the it cosmetics confidence in a cream eye cream. Okay. This has come up on like my, I've seen this, um, in my little, like, I don't know, like it comes up on my homepage on my Ulta app all the time. Yeah. So I got a sample of it and used it. I love it. My favorite kind of eye creams, and I kind of forgot, are like a balm. You know, they'll be like a lotion or a cream or something. This cream a couple years ago by Lancome that was a balm, and I just love the way it feels. This is a balm. It is so nice. It is $39, but it's a pretty big pot of it, and you just need a little bit. I am loving it. I don't, I've only been using it a short time, so I don't know if it's having like, you know, compound effects and actually making a difference or anything, but I think it costs but just the luxury of putting it on, it just feels so good, which for me is half the reason I use an eye cream. It's just a nice ritual to do. So I'm all about the eyes this week with the It Cosmetics, Confidence in a Cream Eye Cream and the Grande Lash. Getting in there, baby, getting in there. And then my self-care this week is um, none whatsoever because I'm a basket case and I've been all over the place lately. And mainly I'm just myself <laughs> out and saying, I got to get back get back at it. I've been all over the place lately. I have no routine. I am not doing any self-care whatsoever. I'm basically just flying by the seat of my pants and trying to make it through every day. And I hate this and I am miserable in it. And it just happens sometimes. And truly as a woman, it's so annoying to blame it on your hormones, but this happens to me about a full week, every single month. I feel like my life is a disaster and I can't keep it together. And I have too many responsibilities and I can't keep a routine. And then suddenly magically one day that feeling is over. Uh-huh. So I know what I'm in the middle of, um, and it's annoying and I'm just trying to accept that that's what it is, but it's hard to remember every month. Oh yeah, this is biological, but I'm making it harder on myself by not. By being just, like really mad. Yeah. I'm just mad and I'm making it worse by just then intentionally not taking care of myself. So I'm just like calling myself out and having compassion on myself. Like, yo, it's biological. It's science. My body is having these hormone changes because of the time of the month. So I can't beat myself up. I'm not just a lazy idiot that can't get stuff done. Truly. This is out of my control, but I just need to accept that. And do. (laughs) yes, I just need to accept that I'm doing the best that I can. And one day at a time, one hour at a time, I don't have to be perfect. No one's coming to grade me or tabs on me. I just need to do what makes me feel good. And so tonight, I mean, a glass of wine, doing a podcast with one of my best friends. And as soon as I get off here, I may have a little more nip of wine. And then I'm going to go to bed, get in the bed and read a book and go to sleep. Oh, hell on. yeah. You read, are you reading anything uh, good lately? What do you read? I actually just started. Well, I actually haven't started. It's sitting on my nightstand because for once I have an actual, actual physical book. Cause when I was on vacation with my mom or with my family about a month ago, the beach house where we stayed, my mom had 
brought a bunch of books and then gave me one. And it's by the same author, Rebecca Searle, that wrote in, um, what's the main one? In five years. In five years. This one is called, why am I blanking on it? It's literally sitting No, no, it's not that one either. It's called like, um, crap. I can't, cause I knew you'd be excited. Cause I know you um, love it. It's called like good and good company or the dinner list, the dinner list. Oh yeah. I liked that one. You've read it. That okay. One, yeah. I, I read that one yeah, because it's like a couple. Yeah. That one. Um, not as great yeah. as the other, but still good. Yeah. It wasn't as good as the other ones, but I think that if I had read that, like spread out, Okay. I think I would have been like, a. I think I would have really liked it, but I think because I read it so close to in five years, I was like, it just, I can't love it as much. Yeah. In five years cannot be topped. One Italian summer cannot <sighs> be. And so this, I'm just excited. Yeah. The dinner list by Rebecca Searle. I'm excited because I know she's a fantastic author and I'm just kind of excited. It has been a long time since I've read an actual physical book. I'm constantly reading digital. I read on my Kindle or I read on the Libby app on my phone. Yeah. Right. So you don't have to worry about bringing a book. But when my mom gave it to me, I was kind of like, oh, like, ooh. So, t- yeah. So I just, um, it's on my nightstand because I'm planning on starting it tonight when I get into bed, even if I just make it through one chapter. I'm like, you know what? That's the self care level I'm on right now. I'm just trying to oh, yeah. step through. But I'm excited, you know, because I'm like, I used to love reading actual physical books because I was always obsessed with at the end of a night of reading, closing it and turning I'm the book petting. and seeing. Oh, look how much I read. <laughs> yeah, like, ooh, like how many, how, well, how much have I read? Like, oh yeah, that's like, that's. Um, so anyways, I'm excited about that. So Rebecca Searle, big fan of the podcast. Rebecca, thank you so much for being such a fantastic awesome fan. Rebecca, we love you. Um, yeah, so that's, that's what's going on with me this week. Favorites and self-care. Um, yeah, so. That's us, of course. Look at us. Look at us. We miss you, Claire. We love you. Okay. You know what? So yeah, you're right. We will film or record some type of, even if it's a mini episode next week and we are all three in person together for the first time since December of last year, we will record something and keep you guys and gals that listen up to date on what we're doing in Charleston next week when we are on a trip for our friend's wedding. Yeah. Charleston amazing. Tweet at us, DM us, whatever. Let us know if there's anything in um, Charleston. We're going to be busy all week with wedding stuff, but we are going to have a little downtime. Let us know if there's a coffee shop a restaurant, a bar, somewhere we need to visit that's your absolute favorite. Yeah, we're just, we, um, I think, yeah, we are always looking for recommendations, um, especially of like non touristy places. Um, yeah, yeah, but like, that. yeah, yeah, holla at your girls. Follow the A Block Pod on Instagram, that's our Gmail as well. If you have a long form question or comment, the A, the a Block Pod at gmail.com. And then follow Jacqueline and I um, on Instagram. Claire went dark, and so she only has a private Instagram. Don't get offended, she just keeps it for friends and family only, as she has said. Claire is a long time advocate. No, long time advocate of hate of social media. She's good on that. So, so you know what? She is just a personal lady now, and that is totally fine. But Jacqueline and I are open season, baby. <laughs> From always your- open season. Always open. <laughs> Follow us. Send us a DM. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And then we always respond on the A Block um, Instagram as well. That's the way you can get in touch with the, both of us and Claire as well. We all three have access to it. So 
Um, but anyway, thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're having a great week thus far. Hang in there. Don't be too hard on yourself as Jacqueline and I are trying to practice this week. Uh, one day at a time, one hour at a time. <laughs> and, um, you know, just another note, if you're taking melatonin, read the serving size. Yes, I please. That's what we've learned. Please. Okay. Your local gyms that you signed up for classes for in the morning will thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I love okay, it. Okay. Well, goodbye, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.